Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Legacy Baits Podcast. I'm Chase Felix. Today, we're going to talk about my fishing necessities, what I think is important to take fishing. Uh, It's going to be a very casual type of deal, nothing serious. Not going to tell you guys to go out and buy any of this stuff because my fishing arsenal isn't the best, I'll be honest. So I'm just going to kind of mess around with it, tell you guys what I think is needed to go fishing for myself. Uh, Things are going to be different between everybody, but this is my personal preference. But to start off the podcast today, we're going to talk about the Tackle Warehouse Title Pro Circuit Championship. This is happening right now in La Crosse, Wisconsin on the Mississippi River. And there's some issues going on right now due to the depth of the water. There's low water, so there's not very much movement between spots for anglers. Um, People were getting stuck in practice, I heard. I'm not sure who the anglers were, but they were getting stuck in the mud on sandbars. And that's not a very ideal situation right now as parts are hard to find right now. You can't really import any parts right now. So losing the lower end of your motor isn't very essential. That's not essential anytime, but right now it's going to be hard to fix as there's no parts anywhere. So if you haven't watched the Tackle Warehouse series, this is a uh, tournament that's based off of uh, Stringer of Five Bass. Uh, biggest weight wins, obviously, but a stringer of five, so not a total weight of your bass all day. There are no in-boat, mar- in-boat marshals. Um, so this this tournament started yesterday, Tuesday, with Group A qualifying, and I'm going to run down the top three for Group Group A yesterday. First was Mike McLeland with 13 pounds, 12 ounces. Second was Alex Davis with 13 pounds, 10 ounces. Third was Cole Floyd with 13 pounds, 4 ounces. So a very close race for Group A yesterday. And as of today, Wednesday at noon, Group B, these are unofficial. This is in the middle of the tournament. But Adrian Avina is in the lead right now with the biggest weight we've seen so far, 15 pounds, 0 ounces. Second is Mitch Crane with 13 pounds, 8 ounces. And our second place angler in the points championship right now, Skeet Reese, with 12 pounds, 8 ounces, coming third so far in Group B. Skeet, like I said, Skeet Reese is second in points. He's 17 points behind Michael Neal. So this is going to be a close race on Sunday for the championship. Uh, you can watch this on the MF, MLF.com or the MLF Now app. I think this is going to be a very good points race to watch. Personally, I'm pulling for Skeet Reese, but... Who knows? You never know who's going to win in these types of tournaments. Something can go wrong. You know, people are going to find more fish than others. That's the thing about angling. You never know what's going to happen. It's almost unpredictable. So 17 points is a close race. So keep an eye on that, if you will. I think it's going to be very, very good to watch. And I think emotions are going to run high during this tournament between Michael Neal and Ski Reese. But for today's main conversation, I'm going to talk about my personal fishing necessities. So start out, obviously you need some rods. Usually I take about two to three rods with me if I'm bass fishing, crappie fishing, even catfishing. I take three rods. In the state of Iowa, we can buy a third rod, third line uh, option, and I always do that, so I always take three rods with me. I usually take... Two bait casters. I've got an Abu Garcia medium heavy, which I like to use for frogging. And I've got a favorite medium, which I like to use for jigs. And then I've got 
an Abu Garcia open reel or a spinning reel. And that I use for jigging or I just like to reel, reel in some grubs, stuff like that. Uh, sexy shads I like to use. I catch bass off of grubs a lot. So that little two-inch grub type of deal, that's what I like to use on my my uh, Abu Garcia spinning rod. Uh, usually with like a eight-ounce jig, which... Ain't too big, which works fine for me because I don't like catching weeds. So that's what I take for rods on my tackle. So I'm the kind of guy that takes a lot of tackle with me. Um, those stereotype people that we call the, the tackle store of fishing, where they take a whole truckload of tackle, I'm that guy. And I'm honestly proud of it because... I don't really have a favorite to fish. I like to fish with everything. And for me, things are different every day. You know, one day I might want to throw a frog. The next day I might want to throw a jig. The next day I want to pull a jerk bait. You don't know. For, for, for me, I don't know what I want to roll, what I want to roll with. So my, my essentials, though, for my tackle box, I like to use skirted jigs. Three-eighths ounce skirted jigs. My main colors are Junebug or purple. I like to use white. I like to use pumpkin. I, I just like those common colors that are said to be great. They might work different for other people, but those are the main colors I use are the Junebug slash purple, the white, and the pumpkin. Junebug is personally my favorite. Um, oh, another one I like to use is black and blue. That's another one of my favorites. Uh, I, I usually pair up my skirted jigs with some craws. So the kinds of craws I'm using, I'm using some green and brown, some June bugs, some black with blue flake, stuff like that. I try to match the color up with the jig, but it all defers on everybody. You can go completely abstract and it could work better than matching up the color of the bait and the jig. Uh, the next thing that I like to take are some bullet weights. I mean, that's, to me, a necessity as well if you're trying to get down deeper faster. Uh, any weight, really. Just don't get too ridiculous with it. I, I, I use bullet weights. I don't use snap weights. Bullet weights, to me, are a lot better than snap weights because they don't fall off. You know, they're, they're, they, they have movement to them. You know, they flow with the line. They don't just sit there and clunk onto the bottom of the of the water or the, the bed. They don't they don't just fall straight down. They flow with the line. They're not stationary. So that's what I like about these bullet weights. Top water. I like I like using top water so frogs. I like taking frogs, natural colored frogs, as well as white frogs. To me personally, nothing is cooler than watching a bass blow up on a topwater bait. Um, another thing that I, I've personally only used a couple times but is definitely going to start going into my tackle box is the Whopper Plopper. Just listening to that thing go through the water is just, it's kind of funny. It's a funny noise and it works. Uh, there was a time me and a buddy went down to an oxbow. I, I, it was the first time I had seen the Whopper Plopper in action. I heard it. It sounded funny. I was like, okay, it sounds funny. It ain't going to work. Two casts later, catches a big bass. I was hooked on it. <laughs> so 
The Whopper Plopper is another thing that's a necessity to me if I'm going top water, as well as the frogs. Uh, I know people are starting to use stuff like mice. Uh, I do own a mouse lure, but I've never used it. I just, I don't see how throwing a mouse, I mean, I can see how throwing a mouse can catch a bass, but I'd rather much use something more realistic like a frog, but a lot of people are saying they like these mice. I know there's there's stuff out there now that are like big rats. They've got turtles, ducks. They've got some big old bugs, and the the, the lure, top water lure business is just growing like ducks. How did somebody come up with that? I mean, yeah, bass do eat ducks, but just to sit there and think, oh, yeah, people are going to throw this. That's interesting to me. I mean, I think it's cool, and it obviously works, but the stuff that's just going away from the frog is insane. Like turtles, how do you craft a turtle lure? That, to me, is just insane. Being a soft plastics lure maker, I mean, I'm not into that hard bait stuff, but making a turtle topwater lure... That's creativity right there, honestly. So, frogs and whopper plopper for top water are what I use. And then personally, I like to take my own five-inch stick baits. Uh, personally, my favorite color, I take my June bugs and I take I take my June bugs, my green pumpkin, and I take my black with blue flake. Again, those are my three main colors. I love those colors. Those are the main colors I use. I also like using my own 5-inch stick bait in a jack-o'-lantern, which is the orange with black flake. That's very beautiful. I like using that. I've caught many fish on all four of those colors. I also like taking my own Legacy Baits 7-inch curly tails. Uh, those I take in black with blue, which will be available now to you guys out there uh, later tonight if you're listening on Wednesday. Uh, you can look for those black with blue flake 7-inch curly tails tonight. But I like taking those. Uh, I also like taking my green pumpkin with blue flake. And I also like using my bubble gum. The bubble gum just comes off as different. And again, I've caught fish with all those colors. Uh, personally, I like using my own worms. I don't know if that's a satisfaction thing, but they work. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the movement they have or what it is, but I do scent my baits with anise. Uh, and, and personally, I just, I'd rather use my own stuff. Um, they, they work <laughs> and this isn't a, a sales pitch, but that's, that's what I put in my tackle box. I put my own baits in my tackle box because they really do work. Uh, but I also use some two inch grubs. Doesn't matter what company, all the two inch grubs are about the same. I love using those. Uh, you can catch almost anything on them. Bluegill, crappie, bass. Uh, we've caught drum, gar, perch. I mean, everything on these little grubs. They're they're unstoppable, which is awesome because they're cheap. And they're fun to use because you catch fish. It doesn't matter what kind of fish you're going for. You're going to catch something. So that's another necessity in my tackle box. Uh, another thing that's a necessity in my tackle box is a 5 out hook in case I want to just throw a crawl without a without a jig. 5 uh, out hooks are my personal favorite. They're not too big. They're not too small. Uh, I've used 4 outs before, 
Five aught's just my personal preference. Again, you don't have to use a five aught hook to catch fish. That's my personal preference. I find it easier to catch a bass on a five aught hook than a four aught hook. Uh, but there is the issue of catching more weeds, which I mean that comes with any bigger bait. You're gonna hit more weeds. You're gonna hit more structure. But five aught hooks are another necessity for me. So now that's about all I use for tackle, or just some jigs. Grubs, baits, stuff like that. I don't really use hard baits too much. Um, if I do, I usually have just a couple square bills in there, but to me, that's not a necessity. But one of the main necessities of fishing, and I'm going to tell you this right now, and you all are going to laugh at me. You need snacks. So, what I take for snacks for fishing, if I'm having a bad day and I'm getting grumpy, grabbing a 12 pack of Mountain Dew. I'm grabbing some Pringles. That's a necessity. You need snacks, okay? Fishing needs to be fun. Take some snacks with you. It's going to save you from having a long day. I mean, yeah, you might be having a bad day fishing, but at least you got snacks. So that's basically my fishing necessities. Not really too much. I'm kind of an easy fisherman. I just go and I, I fish with what I got. So that's for open water. Um, maybe later this winter I'll have an ice fishing necessities deal. Uh, but obviously right now we're in the middle of summer towards the end of summer. So no need to talk about ice fishing right now, but we do have one question. We got one question last week on our, uh, our mailbag here. So if you guys have any questions that you want me to answer or have any topics you want me to talk about, you can email me at legacybaits at gmail.com. Uh, we got one question from Kendall in Iowa who asked if Legacy Baits puts scent into their baits. Yes, we do. We use anise. Uh, that's a black liquor scent. We do not cook the scent in with the plastic as that would virtually make it more difficult to cook. Um, so if you're putting more stuff into your plastisol, you're going to be adding more uh, uh, more. Uh, Chances for air pockets to get in there, more bubbling, stuff like that. So what I do is I package the baits. I let So I'll make the baits, let them sit for 24 hours. Then as I package them, I spray some anise scent in there. And it's a pretty strong scent. So thank you, Kendall, for asking the question. If we send our baits, yes, we do. Um, I really appreciate you reaching out to us. So if you guys have any questions or topics that you want to talk about, Again, email LegacyBaits at gmail.com. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Hopefully next week we have a little more to talk about. Going to have some stuff to talk about soon about a tournament. We're going to have a tournament coming up. So look out for that. Tune in for that next week. So thank you all for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Tight lines. <laughs>